see, I already know what you're thinking and that's where you need to stop. All right. We do this dance, this little dancey dance where as a YouTuber, as a podcaster, we put out this extravagant, outrageous headline, you know, to grab the attention of our viewers. Clickbait, we'll call it. You know, we, I'll be honest, we clickbait you here time and time again just to get you to watch and click a video. But this ain't it, Chief. This is not one of those. This is the real deal. Jake Paul will be bigger than Floyd Mayweather. There is no question about it. And I'm going to tell you why. Hi, this is Fly Stewie. This is the Uneducated Investor Podcast, the podcast where we connect investing to pop culture. If you enjoy the program, feel free to leave a five-star review on iTunes because, of course, that is how we grow. And let's get better at investing together. One of the things that really caught me off guard about the Jake Paul fight was how much of an absolute phenomenal event the whole thing was. And not that, you know, I'm surprised that, you know, when a boxing event happens, people box. But this was an event put on by Triller, the Triller Thriller app, I believe it's Triller. And it's like the TikTok rival. And this is an app that's been known to, you know, by a couple of influencers uh, from TikTok to have them um, create on their platform. It's more of a music oriented version of TikTok. If, you know, TikTok's not really like, like a musical app. And the event, the total event around Jake Paul was phenomenal. I mean, you had performances from Doja Cat, had performances from Justin Bieber. Can you imagine a world where Justin Bieber is performing for Jake Paul? And you had slap boxing, like it was just paced so well and it created such a great user experience for people who don't normally traditionally watch boxing fights. And it was interesting just the integration and how willing they were to experiment with different things to generate attention. What do I mean by that? The fact that they put Charlie D'Amelio and her family in the ring just to hand everybody their belts. That fact alone lets me know that the organization that's running these fights, they know exactly what they're doing. And it is no surprise to me that Jake Paul in his third professional boxing fight ever has been able to generate $65 million or 1.3 pay-per-view buys as the headliner. Like you guys need to understand, Jake Paul is around 23 years old and he's the headliner of these fights. It's an absolute catastrophe that Jake Paul is so unlike that a lot of people, especially us uneducated investors, aren't putting our business and investing caps on and really paying attention to the masterclass that Jake Paul is putting on. Matter of fact, Jake Paul has been putting on this masterclass for his entire career. And I think as we're seeing this world where NFTs are becoming mainstream, blockchain is becoming mainstream, influencers are becoming mainstream. I think Jake Paul is the antithesis. He's the beginning, the premonition. He's the walking embodiment of why this influencer culture 
is going to take over and there's going to be a lot of people on YouTube, a lot of people in the influencer world getting really rich. But that's that means we're back to the question. Why is Jake Paul going to be bigger than Floyd Mayweather? I think to really understand this, we need to go back. We need to go back. We need to go back to Jake Paul's most viewed video, but it's also his most disliked video. You know what it is. My Jake Paul is where you're at. It's everyday bro. Where basically it's Jake Paul's first attempt to really rap. He has his team there, his team 10, which is basically a house of influencers. Everyone's there and they're rapping every day, bro. And boy, oh boy, did this song get absolutely roasted. You see, three years ago, rap videos was the meta. Making songs on YouTube was the meta. There was something about music songs and the way people just replayed them all the time that shot them through the algorithm. And lots of these videos got over 100 million views in a time where they really shouldn't have. But the absolute genius about the Everyday Bro video wasn't just the fact that it was possibly one of the most terribly meme looking songs <laughs> of all time, um, you know, basically spoofing itself, it seemed. It was that it was showcasing Jake Paul's brilliance in the first influencer model. You see, the, the cat's been out of a bag for a while that influencers are like the cash cows, like brands are starting to look at them as, wow, these guys can actually drive purchases more than celebrities can drive purchases. Like if you're doing a brand integration with a Twitch streamer, the Twitch streamer can drive sales more than some random B-list or C-list celebrity can. I mean, think about Falcon in the Winter Shoulder. We love the Falcon. We love um, Anthony Mackie. But can he sell products the way that uh, let's see, and Charlie D'Amelio can? Not a chance. There is zero way. And Team 10 was really one of the first business models around influencers. Jake Paul would invite a couple of relatively unknown so pe- unknown people with unknown social media presence. He'd put them in a house together and he would just try to create content with them constantly, constantly, creating like a content loop where his massive social media presence would increase all of their socials. And in return, their social media presence would increase Jake Paul's and he would take around 10% of their revenue um, as payments to do so. With that being the real first influencer house to do it, now we see that people are doing it everywhere. How many TikTok houses are there? How many people who are Twitch streamers got together and started doing the same? This business model that Jake Paul really started, basically he set the blueprint for a lot of people moving in together in California and creating these influencer houses. It's kind of crazy to think a kid from Disney (laughs) is really such a pioneer and I remember back then, I was starting to really start to pay attention because before I just thought, well, this guy's a kind of a douchebag from Vine. Like he looks stupid, he acts stupid, he would tell you he's stupid, but somehow he's making every possible correct business move time in, time after again. And that's when I saw it that one of his investors 
for his Team 10 house was none other than Gary Vaynerchuk, the godfather, basically, of social media. That's right. Gary V was backing Jake Paul, not only with his word, but financially. And that's when I knew that, okay, this guy's Jake Paul's business prowess is a lot bigger than more people give him credit for. But once again, what's this have to do with Jake Paul being bigger than Floyd Mayweather? I mean, we need to stop and think about who who Floyd Mayweather beeping money Mayweather is. I mean, this guy is the 50 and OG, right? Undefeated, never been touched. The $100 million boy. I mean, think about it. Off of that one fight against Conor McGregor, what did he clear out? Like over $150 million plus one day? I mean, if this guy's not a billionaire, like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He's been known to make massive bets on his own fights, just absolutely massive ones. And he's really put the groundwork in front of everybody and let you know exactly how many millions a boxer can make. We love Cristiano Ronaldo. We love LeBron James. We love our athletes. But when it comes to an athlete that really created his own business, really did his own marketing, really created his own marketing team, it's hard to argue that anyone has been able to monetize their success better than Floyd Mayweather. And one of the interesting things I think about Floyd Mayweather is, in the boxing world is, boxing's not necessarily about being the best fighter at all times. Now, Floyd's, don't get me wrong, he was in the top 5%, 1% of his fight career the whole time, but most of boxing is about picking the right fights at the right time. Let me say that again. Picking the right fights at the right time. Picking the guy that you can beat plus will bring in the most eyes. And that's what was genius about this Jake Paul fight. Ben Askren, phenomenal, absolutely God-tier wrestler, one of the greatest MMA people in the world, a wrestling Olympian. I mean, his accolades go unmatched. Literally had an iron chin in the MMA. I know lately he's known for being knocked out in you know, under like five seconds, the quickest knockout in MMA history with that knee. But before that, he had an ironclad pedigree. This guy was untouchable. I mean, he gets you to the ground in MMA, it's over. However, what's wrestling have to do with boxing? His boxing form always looked trash. His game was always about taking you to the ground, but he had, you know, the reputation of being a strong fighter. So anyone who knows a lot about boxing would know that someone with boxing skill is definitely the favorite in the fight, hands down, bar none. And just because, you know, Ben Askren's used to getting his booty whipped, (laughs) I mean, that has nothing to do with him, you know, being able to take someone on in the boxing ring. So here's a fight that shouldn't have even looked as close on paper as it did. The betting spread should have never looked 
as close as they did on the website. And all of a sudden, we have a situation where when Jake Paul meets this guy in the ring, a lot of people are shocked that he got beat up in the first minute of the fight. Remember, Floyd Mayweather became good not just because he was always one of the best boxers, but because he always picked opponents that he was better at then that would generate money. Now, remember, Floyd was always a great boxer. But what was his greatest skill? What was his greatest value add to the sport of boxing? It was his ability to generate interest. You see, everybody can be a good boxer. Everybody Everybody can't be a good boxer, but anybody, any good boxer can be a good boxer, right? If you're good at boxing, box is what you do. It takes a special person to know how to promote a fight. Promoting the fight is where the money is. Generating interest is where the money is. I mean, sure, you can say how you're going to beat someone's face in, but if they don't know you and they don't know the guy, then only true boxing fans will really want to see that. The genius about Jake Paul is his markability and his influence is greater than Floyd's could ever dream of. Floyd, super famous to boxing people, last five years in his career became famous to everyone. Jake Paul's famous right now. Jake Paul is literally an A-list celebrity. Someone whose career was built on generating YouTube views for someone who shouldn't be that interesting, right? He's been able to garner a fan base, not over his great acting skills, not over his great singing or rapping skills, just over making interesting content. The content itself was interesting. So what happens when the boxer is the celebrity? I mean, the promoter is the fighter, right? You're, you're now entering a situation where Jake Paul, if he can continue to pick the right fights, he's going to have events that are generating 50 plus million, 100 plus million, because he his whole career before boxing, you can say, was to be the most effective promoter on social media that we've ever seen. I mean, that's basically what Team 10 was. It was him promoting a bunch of other influencers into fame. He was creating famous people. He's manufacturing them in his house. And the super special thing about Jake Paul that is going to catapult him over Floyd and not only relevance and not only fame, but just, just the boxing world in general is Jake Paul and Logan Paul. You see, how long did it take me? It took me around 15 minutes to get into talking about Logan Paul, his brother. The boxing world has always needed this. I mean, it's the easiest storyline in the world. You have coming up Logan Paul, the older brother of Jake, about to fight Floyd May Money Weather Mayweather. And most likely Logan's going to lose. But think about what happens when Logan loses to Floyd. All that does is generate more interest for Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. And you think Floyd's not watching that 65 million generated from that fight? 
I mean, he's licking his lips right now. He's like, if Jake can generate that much, how much can I generate from that fight? Are you seeing what's happening now? I thought one of the most interesting things that happened at the fight was um, Jake Paul. After he won, he ran over to the announcing table where Snoop was. And you know what he did? He immediately, after this is after a fight, he's winded, he's gassed, he's the main attraction, the camera's on him, he can do whatever he wants. He jumps over the scores table, drinks Snoop's vodka or his alcohol drink, and gives Snoop a promotion right there. After the fight, he could do whatever he wants, he promotes Snoop Dogg's brand. Why? Jake Paul knows the game. He's building credibility. You see, the more Snoop says that he S with Jake, the more Jake's indebted to Snoop. You can talk all the ish about how Jake Paul is a douche all you want, but I mean, if Snoop Dogg solidifies you, you're, you're solidified, right? Snoop Dogg will get you indoors that you shouldn't be in. You see, it's not an accident that both Jake Paul and Logan Paul went into fighting. With one of them in it, yeah, it's cool. But with both of them in it, both of their fights generate storylines that make each other money. You see Jake Paul fighting and being Ben Askren only makes us more interested in Logan Paul's fight and vice versa. And because of this, one person can fight, what, a couple times a year, maybe once or twice if they're taking really hard, crucial fights, maybe three times if they don't get touched like Jake Paul didn't get touched here. But with two brothers, you're covering, you're generating twice the storylines. All of a sudden, people who aren't boxing fans are interested in boxing year round because either Jake Paul's going to be fighting or Logan Paul's going to be fighting. And because of that, you're keeping Triller, you're giving them a constant fan base to make their events even better, more special, more promoted. And those regular fans, as you noticed last night, what was the only pictures you were seeing on your meme pages? They were all talking about Jake Paul. He literally stopped social media just like he did with Nate Robinson. And I'm sorry, Floyd's fights were cool. Did Floyd's fights end in knockouts? Did Floyd's fights really stop social media like that? I mean, if Jake Paul makes starts generating 100 plus million fights once a year for the next 10 years, I'm sorry. <laughs> How are we going to argue his career is not better than Floyd's if he generated more money boxing than Floyd ever did? That sounds crazy now, but let me, let me remind you, there was a moment as an uneducated investor in the fight that I think we all saw and we should all really pay attention to, to what's really going on. After one of the fights, it went to commercial break and there it was. They were selling the Jake Paul knockout where he knocked out Nate Robinson as an NFT. If you don't see what's going on here, and how much money is going to be generated about these events, then I'm telling you, Flight Crew, you need to pay attention because if we just stay a little uneducated and a little curious, I think there's gonna be a lot of money to be made all around.
And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Let me know what you thought about the fights. Did you think that it was rigged? A lot of people are saying it was rigged and that Jake Paul and Ben Askren staged the fight. Do you think that Jake Paul's a douche? And do you think that he will be bigger than Floyd Mayweather? Was I able to convince you? It's at Fly Stewie on Twitter. And we, flight crew, have to take off.